Welcome to another episode of Support Women in Sports. As always, this week we are switching it up and we don't have a guest. It's Alana and I's birthday week, so we thought we'd open it up to let you guys ask us questions. I feel like we're always asking a lot of other people questions, so we wanted to open that up um, for you all. And we're really excited to answer just very, um, there's a lot of variety in these questions that you guys ask, so we're excited to jump into it. Yeah, like Sydney said, thank you so much for tuning in. It's a little weird um, not having a guest, honestly. Sydney and I always ramble anyways during our other episodes, so it kind of just makes sense. Um, so, Sydney, I guess if we want to, like, introduce ourselves again, since we did briefly on the first episode, you want to talk a little bit about your journey in the sports industry, Minnesota, Open Doors, and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I think Alana and I's journey and like job titles have both changed since we started the podcast, which is kind of cool. So I'm currently the social media manager at Open Doors. My past experience has been with the Minnesota Gophers for the majority of my time throughout school doing social media with them, um, as well as working Super Bowl and being pretty involved with um, an event management company called Party Planners West. I do a lot of contract work for them. Um, a lot of experience like throughout college. I was really lucky to be in a sport management program with five pro sports teams 10 minutes from campus. So that was really cool um, just to experience like a lot of different events too, like Super Bowl and Final Four coming through town. But yeah, Alana, why don't you tell everybody about your journey and kind of where you're at now? Yeah, so I think um, when we started this, I was like waiting for my internship to start. So right now I'm the sponsorship and tours uh, coordinator for an agency called ISL. It's based out of Florida, um, where I would have moved to, but you know, COVID. Um, so yeah, it's been a really awesome time to kind of learn about contracts and kind of pitching tours to different teams as well as different sponsors that we could have and kind of like learning that different side because a lot of my past experience had to do with game operations and marketing so kind of now seeing the business side and how it goes into it and how you really appeal I guess to those clients and those different companies has been really interesting to see and definitely something I'm I'm excited to learn more about. Sweet our next question is the origin story of support women in sports and how it came to be we actually haven't talked about this a lot in our own personal podcast, but we've kind of gotten into it um, on a lot of other people's podcasts. So basically, in short, like this all started from a sticker and the sticker Alana was I made it. Alana was one of the first people to see it. I think she was the first person to see it. She kind of came up with the idea. Um, but yeah, made it a sticker on Twitter kind of blew up. And from there, like we both saw um, a need in the industry for a community of women in sports and supporting women in sports and really like at the end of the day like we want to highlight all the positive things women in sports are doing and just uplifting each other and it's not just like men supporting women in sports like I think that's something like a lot of people assume but it's also women supporting other women in sports is a big thing that um, we've pushed in a really big goal of ours yeah um, kind of like what Sydney was saying, it all definitely came from like a sticker and then kind of as the account started growing and more people were talking about it and were really like wanting to get involved and kind of learn more. Um, I feel like I was like, Hey, everyone's kind of listening to podcasts right now <laughs> or they're making their own podcast. You know, like, it'd be really cool to talk about different women's 
in the sports industry, their different journeys and how they got into it. And a lot of negativity was coming out of the sports industry during um, that time. And I thought it was, you know, a good idea to kind of acknowledge that this is something we go through, but also having an open conversation about it while also highlighting, like Sydney was saying, all the good that women are doing and how they got to where they are. I think a lot of times, you know, you see the women working in sports, but no one really ever like asked them how they got there. Um, and I think it's really inspiring to hear all from all our different guests, you know, some people worked for the Pope, which was like incredible. Um, some other people, you know, started their journey when they were like in high school and now they're working for like a NWHL team. So like, it's been really cool just to see all the different ways people could get involved in the sports industry and hopefully um, inspiring the future generation of women in sports is definitely our goal. Yeah, this podcast would not be here without Alana because she really convinced me on how to start it. So it was a pitch. It was a strong pitch, strong pitch, pitch to, to get to where we are today. But now we're yeah. like 20 episodes in, which is like incredible. Um, so, yeah. OK, next yeah. question. Fun questions. Yes, I'll ask. I'll to it. Somebody asked if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is hard. I feel like it would have to be like a chicken Caesar wrap. I just feel like I really enjoy them. They're like nutritious. They're yummy. Like I could probably tell you like I would eat, I don't know, like dark chocolate M&Ms, but I feel like that's just like definitely not something you can live off of. So I feel like it would have to be something that I really enjoy. And I think it would be a chicken Caesar wrap. What would be yours, Sydney? Yeah, it's a hard question. Like smoothies. I feel like that's always a good option. It's like healthy. You have a lot of variety with them. Mm -hmm. That's good. That or like barbecue, like mm -hmm. food category, barbecue or smoothies, very different ends of the spectrum, but that would be my top two. Yeah, I feel like, okay, then I guess like my category might be, ugh, I would totally eat sushi for the rest of my life. That's what I always tell people. Ooh, like if I had to eat one thing, one. it would be sushi. I feel like that's a good, okay. So maybe if it was like one specific food, it'd be a chicken Caesar wrap, but if not, it'd be like a whole category, it'd be sushi. All right. If you were an ice cream flavor, what flavor would you be and why? Definitely like chocolate chip cookie dough. Like, okay. Kind of basic, right? Kind of basic, but like you don't know what you're like, you don't know what to expect. Like, is there going to be a piece of cookie dough in this bite or is there not? Like, kind of unexpected. Um, but yeah, I think that's what I would be as an ice cream flavor. Damn. I, like, want to say my favorite ice cream flavor, but I also, like, don't know how I could relate that to, to, like, what I am. I mean, okay, my favorite ice cream flavor is mint chocolate chip. So I feel like it's kind of, like, the little, like, minty, like, ooh, mm, you know, like, feeling good. But then, like, also, like, the sweet part of, like, chocolate. Kind of maybe, like, the same thing. You don't really know what you're going to expect because I feel like sometimes, like, there's different parts of, like, the ice cream carton. And, like, some of them have a lot of chocolate chips and then some of them don't have as much. So I feel like it could go either way. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm into it. Kind of not knowing what to expect. Okay. We, we love to see it. Love to see it. Okay. Next question. I really like, um, if you had $1 million to donate to a charity of your choice, what charity would it be and why? I feel like, do you have one to say? I feel like I have to think about this a little bit. I feel like I might know yours. You go first. You go first. I guess mine is pretty obvious. Um, I would pick the Gut It Out Foundation, who's run by Jake Dykeman, who's an MLB player. Um, and he does a lot of work with Crohn's and colitis. And I just really like the foundation and organization he's built. Um, and the people behind it are super cool. 
But what about you? My foundation would be the Women in Sports Tech Foundation. Nikki Scott, one of our recent guests, talked about it, about like women in sports tech and how we really need to further that as a part of the sports industry and as a different sector. So I think kind of being able to donate to that and continuing their mentorship program and all the incredible things they've been doing to raise awareness um, would be awesome. I feel like the sports tech industry is very prominent kind of across the ocean and Europe and like the Middle East and things like that. But I think talking about it more like here in the States would be cool and kind of furthering that woman representation in the sports tech industry. Yeah. All right. Next question. What advice do you have when it comes to balancing networking, meaningful connections, and promoting your own work on Twitter? I feel like you're good at this because, like, you promote your own work on Twitter, and I feel like I'm kind of over here, like, commenting, like, my opinion on things, and then, like, not, but, like, I don't have, like, work to promote, so I feel like you're, like, really good on on what advice you would have for this question. Yeah, I think, like, at the end of the day, just, like, being yourself and, like, being aware of, like, what you're posting and... Be, like trying to stay as positive as possible on social media, I think goes a long way. Um, but also just like sharing what you're doing, I think goes super, I don't know, it's like hard. Like, I feel like it's really natural for me where like I'm posting what I think people would care about. I think that's something too. Um, but yeah, like at the end of the day, just just be yourself and like the networking and the meaningful connections, those will come. Like people who are interested in your work will will start to interact with you and and reach out to people that you want to learn from too and like interact with their um, posts and tweets. Yeah, I think um, for me, the balancing networking and meaningful connections, I think is kind of like what I could touch on. So I definitely like didn't network as much as I should have in college, which is like unfortunate. Um, but thanks to COVID and quarantine, I started working a whole lot more um, when everyone was sitting at home and we were just, you know, twiddling our thumbs waiting to see what's going to happen. And I think from there, I've had a lot of meaningful um, connections. Uh, clearly, Sydney and I are one of the most meaningful because if it wasn't for networking, we definitely wouldn't be where we are right now. And that's I think that's incredible. Um, but I think it's really important to kind of just like keep following up to those connections that you do want to, I guess, form into meaningful ones. I feel like it's really easy to kind of just like have that one-off call and then you don't really like reach back out again or you don't, um, you know, follow up and say like, thank you. I feel like uh, a lot of times we can kind of just like forget and you're like, oh yeah, I did talk to that one person. Oh my gosh, I haven't talked to them in like three months. And like, that's sometimes okay. But you know, when you do realize it's been like three months since you haven't talked to them, shoot them an email, a DM, however, you know, you were able to get in contact with them and just be like, hey, you know, I saw this, like, hope you're doing well. Um, And yeah, just show that like, you're still thinking about them and it doesn't have to be this long conversation, but as long as you're kind of just like popping in and saying hello and those meaningful connections that you do end up creating, you might turn out to be friends and you talk every single day of your life (laughs) or, you know, you talk every couple weeks and that's still great because, you know, you were able to bond on something deeper than just the sports industry, which is incredible. and, And it happens often. So really just gauging those different categories, I think, to put your networking connections in and seeing which way you want to develop each one is really important yeah I think like keeping an open mind too and looking at it like because you want to get to know this person better not because you want a job oh I think definitely a really long way like people yeah. can tell when yeah, you're, yeah. you're coming just for a job or if you're coming for like an actual meeting full I don't commitment. think I've actually ever networked because I applied for a job which is very weird 
because I feel yeah. like sometimes people do that. I feel like usually you network with someone and then like in a couple months you will see a job posting. You're like, hey, hope you're doing well, blah, blah, blah. You know, I just applied to this job, which is cool because you originally networked with them without thinking about the job part. Uh, but like you were saying, I think it's really easy to tell when you're being authentic because you want to get to know the person and because you want to learn about what they do. And then to the point of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have this 15 minute conversation at the end. I'm going to tell them about how I applied for this job and hopefully I get it. Like you like you still have to put in the effort. And you have to like still research them on LinkedIn. And, you know, you still have to have that conversation because if it's just like this one off awkward thing, like there's a good chance it's not going to go over well. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. OK, back to some fun questions. Bases loaded, bottom of the ninth, two outs. What's your go-to walk-up song? I really feel like it's this Kesha song. I used to listen to it every single day walking to school because in case you haven't heard me talk about this before, I was the only girl in my grad school program in Barcelona. And in Barcelona, you just like walk everywhere. So like I would listen to these like same three songs to hype me up to get through school. Oh, it was rough. Um, but it's called Raising Hell. And it's just like such like a good beat. And I just really enjoy the words. And I just really think like it just has a really good like message. Um, yeah, I guess like that's my song. It's really random too. Like I don't even remember how I found it. I think like, I, I don't think it was TikTok. But I remember like I found it and I was like, why haven't I heard the song before? But that would be my walk-up song. What is your walk-up song, Sydney? Oh, 100% La La Land by Bryce Vine. Like. Ooh, go-to song ooh, a for good any option. situation we love that we love that we love that okay if you could be any athlete who would you be and why this is such a hard question probably like i don't know this is like a basic answer probably like alex morgan she just seems like so cool or like julie Ertz. that'd be like a power move oh yeah julie Ertz is badass so is Alex Morgan. Hello. Having a child. Then going across the ocean to play soccer. We love to see it. Um, I think mine would be... I feel like Serena Williams. That's she's a good just, one. She's incredible, and she is outspoken, and I feel like she has owned everything that she... Like, she owns anything, opinion she has, and anything she talks about, comments about, and... Yeah, I think she's just, like, a badass, and she knows it, because she is. <laughs> because she is. Um, and I just, yeah, I really look up to her, and I think she's incredible. And Olympia is the cutest little baby I have ever seen. So, and is also now the youngest, like, sports team owner for Angel City. So excited for them to start playing. Um, so, yeah, I think Serena. I think, like, That's all good. around, like, mom and, like, athlete and everything, like, business owner, entrepreneur, everything she's done is, is awesome. So I think, I think I'd want to be her. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good pick. Yeah. All right. Who is your biggest hero in your life and why? Another hard question. Well, people are like really hitting us with the hard hitting questions on this one. Um, probably like my parents, like, I think that just goes like, yeah, I mean, that's, like, the, I think that's the only answer, really. But, like, I think if you... Mom and dad listen to the podcast, fast yes. forward to, who's the biggest hero in your life? That's they're big fans, they're big fans. <laughs> no, but honestly, like, like, they've been, like, biggest fans since day one, you know? So, I think for me, them, for sure. Yeah, I think... 
<laughs> I think it's my mom. Honestly, like she is incredible and she like has she's I think she's a badass. Um and I think she's like my biggest hero because she's like an entrepreneur and she just like she did undergrad and grad school and she had me at the same time and she just like owned it and has done incredible things ever since. And she's definitely my number one cheerleader, always hyping, hyping me up and always being like, hey, Lee, you should do this. And hey, you should do that. And I'm like, cool. I feel like she's almost a momager sometimes. I'm like, are you like managing me right now? It's like, are you telling me how to do things? Um, yeah, I definitely I would have to say my mom. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Parents, they're cool. So this is our, our birthday episode, you could say. Um, what's your favorite birthday memory? Okay, so I was definitely like a girly girl because that's just who I am. Um, and I, when I turned eight, I don't know if it was because, like, my golden birthday, because my birthday is December 8th. But when I turned eight, like, I just peaked. Like, I literally, it was the best time. Okay, so I was like totally into American Girl dolls in third grade. And I like got to go to the American Girl store in California. And I got to go to Disneyland for my birthday. And yeah, I just I really just like loved it because I really I love Disneyland. And I loved like my American Girl doll. I literally took that thing everywhere. Like every family trip, every like Christmas, I would get like the matching dress with like the matching doll pictures cannot be resurfaced because it's a little embarrassing but I that's just like I will always say like how eight was like such a great year because I feel like it was just like I guess because it was my golden birthday which for you I don't know about your first birthday (laughs) I don't know I think that was by far my best one don't remember it at all (laughs) (laughs) okay what is your favorite birthday memory okay so I don't like my birthday like I just I don't like attention on me in all honesty and like I don't know. That's just me, right? But that is you. I was about to say that is very on brand for Sydney Large. Very on brand. Anyway, in high school, I was in like four or five different friend groups. Like I was just like that kid who like knew everybody, and like I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So we did a bowling birthday party, and it was actually super fun. And it was like in high school, you'd think like four or five different friend groups like hanging out together wouldn't get along, but it went really well. Um, so that's probably like one of my favorite birthday memories. You were really just like the. I just like brought everybody together. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like my my mom and and my grandma used to say a lot of like the same things about me. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, you're just like basically friends with everyone." They're like, "You're fine." They're like, "You literally like you have your own friend group, but within that friend group, it's one person from a different friend group." And I'm like, "That's yeah, exactly I'm like, how actually, mine is." Yeah, I'm like that's actually pretty accurate. Um, makes those birthday parties hard, dude makes like like you said you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings it's really hard oh, like it's really I'm always hard. so like sensitive I'm like I don't want anybody to like so I'm a people pleaser yeah that's true that's true that's true all right who is your dream podcast guest tell me right now probably Jen Welter like I think that'd be sick <laughs> okay okay I'm into it I'm into it I might, I might be foreshadowing a little bit Maybe. Doctor, she's a doctor. I'm sorry. Dr. Jen Walter. I should have added that. Dr. Jen Walter. Okay. I like, we'd love to see it. Maybe. Maybe it could happen. Maybe. Might be something in the works. Um, I think for me, shoot, who would I want? I'm, I'm going to say, 
Jeez. I think MJ Acosta. She's just... I love her. She's great. <laughs> She's great. Like, she has definitely been rocking the NFL network, and I do think she has broken, like, the glass ceiling multiple times, and I think it'd be awesome to have her on and to talk about, you know, being an Afro-Latina, being a woman in the sports industry, um, showing that Hispanic perspective, I feel like, to, um, the fo- to like, the NFL would be awesome. So maybe foreshadowing we'll see let's get them on we're speaking it into existence right we here. are manifesting it for 2021 manifesting it we did put that tweet out so you know it could happen <laughs> it could happen all right if you're fielding a celeb this is question, by the way. This well, is, you know uh, what? i might throw in some surprise ones here oh okay I might just throw in some you know a little bit a little bit of keeping you on your toes okay if you're fielding a celeb basketball five versus five and any pro athletes can be on your team. Who are your other four? Pat McAfee. Let's go. I'm going to go back to Julie Ertz. I feel like she would bowl out. Gosh, this is like such a tough question. Like all of these questions I saw beforehand, but I did not think of them before. Trevor Bauer. I think that would be highly entertaining. <laughs> um, the distraction. Like the, <laughs> like, and I'm going to go Naomi Osaka. That's a, that's a stacked team right there. Like, full you know, athletic ability. That is stacked. Okay, okay, okay. I think mine would be... Oh, my gosh. I had it right now when you were talking, and for some reason, I just spaced. Ah, okay. Diana Trousey, all the way. I would definitely pick her. Um, I, like, duh, basketball. Like, you have to have her. I think her... Um. Peyton Manning, because, like, he's the reason I got into football, honestly. Pre-Super okay, Bowl. Same, Pre-Super Bowl. Yeah. Peyton Manning, he's great. I just don't feel like he'd be good at basketball. That's why I didn't pick him on my team, in all he's honesty. He's tall. Like, that's got to count for something. Yeah. Okay. That's and, true. Okay. <laughs> uh, I feel like Megan Raponi has to have some, like basketball skills now that she's engaged to super like she has to have someone there and if not she's like a badass soccer player so like we're stacked and oh my god who's my last one ah my last one would be can it be steph curry i feel like you just i feel like i would just like win i know what am i thinking i don't really know (laughs) it's like i knew every single athlete's name and it just like went away um Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Anya Packer. A podcast oh, guest. That's a good a one. A wholesome human. She would be on my on my team. Okay. That's like two very stacked teams. That's a very stacked team. Who knows who would win? Don't ask. Don't, don't I have know. no idea. I don't know if I want to know the answer. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Let's see. We have to have like a few other questions. Hey, you ask me a question, I'll ask you a question. All right. Okay. I see where this is going. I see where this is going. Favorite baseball team and why? Oh, gosh. Um, so baseball is very interesting for me because I do cheer on three teams. I would say the Detroit Tigers because that's who I grew up kind of loving and like rooting for. But then when I moved to Wisconsin, I became like kind of a Brewers fan. Um, but yeah. And then when, so I actually got into sport management because I toured Target Field. So I guess I kind of 
give the twins credit for me getting into the sports industry. Um, so, yeah. Okay. We're into yeah. it. We're into it. Um, do I answer it now? Or do you, do you sure. want to? Yeah, you can oh. answer it. And I'll ask my question. All right. So, for me, in case you didn't know, it's the Diamondbacks. I talk about it all the time. Um, it's <laughs> definitely the very first team well, the second team that I like started watching as like a as a kid um, because they started in like 2000 and I was like four, three, four years old when they started um, and my family just like immediately latched onto it. So then I did too. Um, and then going to school in Phoenix, I was able to work with them um, a couple seasons, which was incredible. And like my earliest childhood memory is me getting a beer spilled on me on the upper deck of uh, Bank One Ballpark, now Chase Field. And yeah, I got a free t-shirt out of it though. And like a rattlesnake thing, <laughs> rattlesnake shaker, I think, maraca, um, as a gift for getting a beer spilled on me. So there you go. Yeah, that would be my favorite team. And I, they break my heart all the time because they traded Goldschmidt and Archie Bradley, but you know what? We're going to get through it. It's fine. Um, I'm a Tigers fan. Welcome to my life. Yeah, it's really sad. All right. Okay. Yeah. This is my question. Um, if your life was a movie, what would it be called? <laughs> uh, winging it because that's because that's what I do. I wing it. I wing everything. I'm literally I wing it. <laughs> Actually, that was really clever of me. My it would be called winging it because I left to Barcelona with no place to live. I basically winged my major in college. Like I went from sports journalism to sports business because I was like, oh, that sounds like a better idea. Um, yeah, it drives my mom nuts. I wing everything. Like I kind of have a plan. I, I always tell my friends that the only thing I plan is like celebrations and like things to do, but everything else that has to do with like my life, it's pretty much not planned. Yeah, it'd be called winging it. Wow, that was clever. That was good. See, I, like, I don't know if I can come up with anything better than that. Probably just will not shut up like warning will not shut up warning <laughs> yeah i feel like that could also be like me i literally we don't stop talking ever we we all know this um so we started our podcast we really did honestly i feel like that was one of the things that i told you i was like we already talk about sports all the time i was like we just bring somebody else on um okay you went, you didn't go to grad school. I did go to grad um, school. I feel like this is a very hot topic. Why okay. did you choose not to go to grad school? So I'm just not like a big school person in general, right? And I actually graduated a year early you and did. I wanted to graduate a year early because I, I enjoy working. I enjoy meeting other people. Like I enjoyed my college experience, but I did not enjoy papers and grades and all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's that's why, because yeah. you didn't like school. Okay, all right. I just did not like school. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, oh, I liked the like social, social media. Like you don't go to grad school for social media. I think was like where I was going with this, but like you know that works too. That works too. You just don't I, like. School. I liked the social aspect of school. I did not like, and I liked like researching and writing and projects. I did not no, like test and like perfection and all of that. There's sports management. Why'd you go to University of Minnesota? To pass up. Like. All right. Yeah. 
You have you have NBA, <laughs> NBA, NFL, NHL, NWHL, WNBA. Damn, stats. I'm one. I'm a MLS. I think there's one more actually. You have a Division One college that you go to, Big Ten. Yeah. So there's like seven really big teams, ten minutes away from campus. That's huge. Oh, and Twins, MLB, eight. You have eight really big teams. So I don't know why I keep saying five, because there's actually like seven pro teams and goes way past that. one Big Ten team, literally in a, like a 10-mile radius. I went to Arizona State because... Why did you go to Arizona State? And, you know, I think it's like that whole family pride thing, like just seeing her go there. And I thought it was really cool. And like I had gone to like the campus a lot of times. And they had a really good journalism program, which is where I thought I was going to go into. And then right before my freshman year, like before fall semester started, I was like, okay, maybe I want to do sports business just because like, I feel like a business degree, I could use it everywhere in case like the whole sports thing didn't exactly pan out. And we didn't have a sports management program like what you have at Minnesota. Um, It was kind of like sports journalism or like um, tourism or um, parks and rec, kind of like those community sports, like the city kind of thing. And then no sports business. So I kind of just went the sports business side because maybe Carrie was a really good business school. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of like why I went there. It was kind of also like the, I didn't know if I really wanted to move out of state at the moment. Um, yeah. So really glad that I chose what I did, but that is why I went to Arizona state. There you go. There you go. And that's that. Yeah. Um, all right. Last question. I feel like this is a good one and we can both answer it. What are your goals for 2021 for Swiss? Um, I don't want to say end goal because I feel like everyone's always like the end goal. And you and I have, we have discussed lots of times that there's no end <laughs> to this really um, in the, in the future. So what are your goals for 2021? I think like biggest one really is like, bringing on like a more diversity um of guests like i think that's a really big goal of mine and like hearing other people's stories and like learning more about like experiences and challenges um that they've faced and just like bringing on um i don't know like just getting more diverse with it and like appealing to more i don't know groups of people but i think also like some more group podcast for sure and yeah, just continuing to uh, to grow this thing and like making an impact and sharing more stories. Um, I think for me, definitely like want to bring on like that diversity you're talking about. I feel like DEI is like really important and also a very hot topic in the sports industry in general um, on a lot of different levels. So that'd be really good. And I feel like, mm, yeah sharing more stories i feel like you and i we've talked about it a lot about how winging it right how we always are kind of just like oh hey let's tweet this let's do this sorry this is like a look into our lives we basically are just kind of like bouncing off each other all the time um so i feel like you know as we've created the the creative fund which was like really important to you sydney um and to me i think just kind of having a bit of more of like a a plan like a plan of action i think you know during COVID times, I feel like we could have already like planned like this whole conference about like women in sports, <laughs> but you yeah. know, 
Um, so maybe 2021 Swiss meetup, Swiss summit, like who knows, maybe even if it's virtual, you know, that marketing event management kind of thing we have going on here. I feel like that'd be cool to put together. Yeah. I think definitely doing more of that would be huge. Um, I think like you and I are just like creating more time to put into this. Like you and I are both pulled in so many different directions. So bringing more people um, onto our team, we've started to tap into that creative fund a little bit and continuing to tap into that more in 2021. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for listening to our birthday episode. It's a bit of a short one, but that's okay. okay. Um, Got a lot covered in like, what 30 minutes 25 minutes um yeah and stay tuned for our following episodes for the rest of the year we have some really awesome lined up um and yeah happy new year happy holidays make sure to support us on etsy that's important (laughs) yeah if you need some good like little gifts support one support yeah highly recommend highly recommend 10 out of 10 recommend we've heard good things we've heard good things we've we've heard great things (laughs) 